Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Thursday, the 7th of September. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. I'm standing here in the downtown square of Clarksville. Why is this important? Well, let me share with you. This is where this Sunday's historic walking tour will start. If you would like to participate, I'm going to let you in on what it entails, what you can experience, what you'll hear, and I'll introduce you to the host of the walking tour in a few minutes. Let me tell you, Clarksville is a fun city with a beautiful, beautiful start. And she really goes through all the years of history for the Clarksville area. After that, we are talking all things okra with Devin O'Day and Sylvia Gaynor. That is part of the Devin's table. You can see just a snippet of it here this morning. But if you would like to see the show in its entirety, just visit Devin's table. You can find that on Facebook at Devin O'Day. Again, a wonderful segment, and I'll have just a little bit for you this morning. And then we round out today's show with sharing once again Clarksville Civitan and what they have in store for you at Riverfest 2023 this Saturday and Sunday, and how you have the chance to win $10,000. Yes, you heard me right. But first, let's get a check of our headlines and the stories that you will find at MainStreetMediaTN.com. Gloria Johnson, a Democrat from Knoxville, announced her bid for U.S. Senate on Tuesday. Johnson received national attention in April for joining two fellow representatives in a gun control demonstration on the Tennessee House floor following the Covenant School shooting. Learn more about her announcement by visiting MainStreetMediaTN.com. Skyrocketing development costs and a lack of upfront public funds are two reasons the owners of Old Hickory LLC announced an indefinite pause on the project that boasted two ice hockey rinks built to National Hockey League standards as part of a 54-acre mixed-use development at Nashville Pike and Shoot Lane. Read what Hendersonville Mayor Jamie Clary had to say by going to our website and clicking on the Hendersonville Standard. The Center for the Arts has announced 14 productions for its 2024 season. You can read through the 2024 schedule by heading to our website and finding the Murfreesboro Post. Ticket information can be found at the bottom of the page. Let's get a check of the forecast with the team at Tennessee Valley Weather. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Center, this is your weather today. Good Thursday morning. I'm Kelly Rawson here in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center with a check at your forecast. A few clouds for this morning making way to a mostly sunny sky for this afternoon. Temperatures starting off in the 60s, warming up to the mid-80s by this afternoon. Maybe even low to mid-80s after that cold front moves out of here. Wind shifting from the north, we will maybe see some cooler, and I say relatively cooler, temperatures for your third for this afternoon and we will see those temperatures continue to hover around the 80s and then drop back into the 70s by the time we get into the evening and overnight. But we do stay dry for today. We stay dry for tomorrow as well. You can see that here on the seven day forecast. We are dry for the next several days for today, for Friday, for the weekend with high temperatures in the mid 80s and then for your Monday and Tuesday, we stay in the mid 80s and we stay dry. Not until we get to Wednesday do we have any rain chances in our future. 
Street. I have the pleasure of talking with Carolyn Style Ferrers this morning, and we were talking about this weekend's downtown walking history tour in Clarksville. And there is so much rich history here in Clarksville. First off, Carolyn, thank you for your time. Thank you. It is sprinkling a little bit. I'm going to take my glasses off there as I get a little bit of a raindrop. <laughs> what does this walking tour, this historic walking tour, entail? Well, it, it not only includes the places, but it, it's the people and why Clarksville was so rich in its culture. We had so many people from different countries here and there's there's so many stories to tell. Each building tells a story. And uh, I, I think that it's unique in what we have here. Uh, Clarksville was one of those communities that welcomed people from other countries. And because of that, we were known as a very friendly city and a good place to do business. <laughs> what year do you start in? And let me go ahead and reference that. Carolyn here, you're a fourth generation Clarksvillian. Right, right. So uh, my family's been around. I think uh, we, we came here because of the Civil War. Uh, we were forced out of our, our farm down in, in uh, Alabama, so we came up north to, uh, to, to escape uh, the, the devastation and so forth. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is where I, I start with the, the very beginnings of Clarksville, mm -hmm. uh, with the pioneer era. And of course, this being the epicenter of where Clarksville began, we're talking about log cabins up here. The, the courthouse was a log cabin and uh, the, the church, there was no church at that time. They had a preacher that would come through and preach at the courthouse. And then you, you know, the, the city starts to spread out and go over the hills and you add this building and this building and so forth. And then when they found out that tobacco was such a great crop for selling because we had markets not only here in the United States, but also overseas, Clarksville just boomed, just absolutely boomed. So we also went through the terrible fire of uh, 1878. Clarksville had to completely rebuild, and then the tobacco industry again picked up, and then we come into the modern years. Okay, and this all starts here at the Clarksville Square. That is where we're standing right now. Mm -hmm. And there's a significant piece that you touch on too when it comes to um, the right to vote. Yes, the suffragist statue here. This was a monumental uh, event in American history where women uh, was were allowed to vote. 19th Amendment was passed, uh, the, the last vote being cast in, ten in Tennessee. So Tennessee is responsible, in a way, for women to be able to vote. And this statue was a big project. It took us about two and a half years to get it completed. Uh, people were able to personalize it by putting a brick uh, around the uh, around the base of the, the statue. And the, the statue itself represents all women. We wanted to, to include uh, all cultures and so forth. But it was a beautiful monumental uh, work. We had a wonderful parade. And if you were lucky enough to be here to see the excitement over this statue being placed here, we're very, very proud of it. And we thank f and Bank. They were a big, uh, big, big reason we were able to do the statue. What surprises people the most when they take part in your walking tour? And I'm sure some of them are from Clarksville, Montgomery County. What surprises them the most, like the fact, like some sort of fact from our history? Well, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, the reason we have a need to 
learn about Clarksville's history is because we have such a, you know, we have the Fort Campbell coming in. Mm -hmm. Some of them come back to retire. We've got people coming here simply because they hear what a wonderful city it is. And then we've got the old folks like me who've been <laughs> here for generations and generations. And so when I do the tours, I want to include the history. I want to include the people, but I like the funny story. They love the funny stories because you think about, even in the cemeteries, there are hilarious stories that happen inside cemeteries. Oh, no. And I'd like to do that. And I encourage uh, children, especially, to come on my tours so they can learn about the city where they live, but also learn that a cemetery is not a scary place. You can no. learn history and math and architecture and uh, personal stories in a cemetery. And so uh, the tours are my big thing. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh, and I, I, I get excited when I'm about to do one. I, I love teaching. It's the old biology teacher coming out, but I, I teach history now, so. <laughs> Carolyn, it's infectious. I'm like, okay, tell me more. Okay, <laughs> one, one story, one maybe funny story that oh. people can uh, experience when they're with you. Well, if you go down the street, there is a building uh, that was run, it was a tobacco store, and it was run by a man by the name of Frank Federling. Uh -huh. And he lived upstairs. And uh, like a lot of these store owners did, they, they lived upstairs so they could simply go down and open up a store in the morning. But uh, he had, uh, he had a, a wife that was, uh, what would we say, very independent-minded, very uh, self-directed. Uh, oh, uh, one night when he was not in the building and upstairs with his wife, she heard a noise. So she goes to investigate, and sure enough, there is a man upstairs in her, in her living room area, and she pulls out a gun, and she looks at him and says, excuse me, would you step just a little bit over there? Because when I shoot you, I don't want blood getting on my carpet, because I spent a lot of money on that carpet. And she held him there until the police came. No kidding. And what building is that? That is down there. It used to be uh, Journey's Eye or... Okay, uh, so Clarksville Collection now. Yes, yes. I'll be darned. So, and of course they had the big tobacco store Indian outside uh -huh. uh, that was removed. And it's now up in Michigan enjoying the cooler weather. <laughs> <laughs> that lucky Indian right there. Your next walking tour is this weekend on Saturday. What time do we need to meet you here? Do we need to uh, reserve a spot? Well, it's actually on, on Sunday. Sunday, I'm sorry. Uh, and it starts at 1 o'clock. Okay. Uh, yes, it's best to call me and let me know that you're, you're coming and how many are, are coming. And uh, we start off with a lot of, I show a lot of my artifacts that I have. And then I begin with the public square. We go as far as the end of Franklin Street. So you don't have to worry about walking for a long okay. time. And we stop and we discuss and so forth. And the fun thing is I hear stories too. I get them back. Uh, oh. Somebody telling me about their brother inside of a store and what mischief he got into and so forth. But it's, it's fun because we really, really spend time looking at the buildings uh -huh. and I point out things that people walk by every day and they never see. And I'm going, oh no, you need to see this. And and uh, they enjoy all, like I said, all the stories, but they particularly like the, the funny ones. Oh, well, yeah, why wouldn't you? Those are just, yeah, those are good and just like warm. Like, you know, it warms yes. your heart a little bit, makes you chuckle. There's something else that people get to see, giveaways, little items that uh, stores used to give away. Mm -hmm. and, they, and they serve two purposes. Number one, one, you know, if you give somebody just a little bit of a, of a something, you're more likely to go shop in their store. And number two, it was great advertisement. You took it home, and every time you took your uh, measuring tape out, you saw this bank, or whenever you look at the thermometer, it said this building and so forth. Great advertising. Yeah, well, if we want to see when you have your tours available, where do we go? You want to come here and park over here. Sundays, there'll be plenty of parking, and hopefully it'll be a lot more quiet.
And uh, like I said, we, we start here because this is where it all began. Is there like dates and times on a website that we can go to? Yes, on Clarksville. Uh, now I have it, the events uh, all listed there. And uh, I just, I would like people to share the information. A lot of people will say, oh, I don't know that you do tours. And it's hard to get, sometimes it's hard to get word out uh, mm -hmm. in any city, but, but uh, that, that helps when people share their information. Well, now you guys know. Carolyn, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know we all do. Thank. Keep doing what you're doing. This is so fascinating. Thank you. It's my life's blood, I'll tell you. Uh, I can imagine. Carolyn, thank you for your time. You bet. Uh, stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up for you right after this. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. Smoky Mountain. The final Nashville show. October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCollum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, Trace Atkins, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and many more. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show. One night only. October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena. They said I wouldn't make it without a college degree. They said only a man could be a roofing executive. They said a former addict always relapses. They said my amputation would keep me out of roofing. They said never give an ex-convict a second chance. They said I could never be a leader. They said I couldn't support my family as a single mom. At Rackley, we say they're wrong. Want to change the world? Change it, one roof at a time. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. You know, you can just get a number of recipes and just information from both Devin O'Day and Sylvia Gaynor, who is the owner of Green Door Gourmet Kitchen. They just have so much for us. And I am just always happy to share a portion of Devin's table with you right here at Mornings on Main Street. This morning, it is all things okra and what you need to know when you're in the kitchen cooking up with okra. And they just have more for us right now. So listen to this. It is time for Devin's table, and I have already been tasting. It's okay, Devin. It's so good. The difference in the vegetables here at Green Joe Gourmet, it's literally, tomatoes taste like a tomato. If you've gotten things in a grocery store your whole life, you're going to be shocked if you have something from Green Door. We grow not only for the healthfulness of the food, we're all about the taste. We're all about the food. We're all about the taste, about the taste. taste. About no the trouble. <laughs> all right. So. Oh, by the way, I'm Devin O'Day. And I'm Sylvia Gagnier. We're here at Green Door Gourmet, and we've got some good stuff to tell you about. And who knew that parsley could look like this? This is not dill. This is parsley. I thought it was carrot tops. It's not carrot tops either, even though parsley and carrots are in the same family. See, so, you didn't know that either. So I can understand why this cousin was trying to masquerade mm -hmm. as its other cousin. Yeah, crashing the wedding like they do. You know how that is. But what's great is this is a very heat resistant type of parsley. Oh, okay. Since it has a different type of leaf, it doesn't have as much actual leaf mm -hmm. part to it but it has all the flavor packed into this. It's gonna be very parsley. You're forewarned. It's very parsley. Very parsley, mm -hmm. but very delicious. So anyway, if you're looking for something at a different time of year, whether it's a variety of cilantro that is called culantro. 
Oh, okay. It tastes like cilantro, but it's an herb. So this is a parsley mm -hmm. that doesn't look like traditional parsley, but you get all the flavor and it stands up to being able to be grown. So if you're growing herbs and you want some different things that you're like, my herbs never make it through the summer, it gets so hot. Maybe try a few different varieties of those herbs. Like if you come to Green Door Gourmet and you just look at basil, there's like a gazillion different varieties and they've got all of them. Yep. You just got a bunch. And all of them are great in different recipes. So mm -hmm. picking and choosing all those fun things. So we know that the parsley and dill and cilantro don't like it hot, but the one plant that does, my favorite mm -hmm. thing to grow and probably my favorite vegetable to eat. Mm -hmm. Maybe tomatoes, but okra, I don't know. I'm just calling my name these days. I love okra. Oh, some fried okra and field peas you and don't... a nice fresh sliced tomato. You can't get better than that. That's supper right there. That is supper. You do not even need meat when you got these kind of vegetables. Absolutely. So I thought I would talk a little bit about some of the different varieties of okra that we have here. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, maybe later we can even walk out to the field and see it growing or uh -huh. something like that. And okra's African, right? In descent? Yes. Um, it descended from Africa uh, and India. There are a lot of Indian recipes, especially northern mm -hmm. India, that use okra. There are two different species of okra, and we're going to talk about that today, mm -hmm. too. So the traditional one that you see in most African recipes, except for West Africa, is the one everybody knows, the slender pod okra. It's going to look, you know, a little bit more like this guy and oh there's some green down in here somewhere all the fun stuff is here on top there mm -hmm. you go yeah so these are the more traditional kinds you might have not seen the red burgundy no. before tastes the same this can get a little bit bigger than the standard clemson spineless mm -hmm. that's what people see um, sometimes it's called Cajun Queen if it's a real oh, dark yeah, green. Oh yeah, that one, that I know um, that. And name. so, but red burgundy can get a little bit longer. But when you start seeing the ribs of this particular variety, it's either going to have to go into soup or gumbo to cook it down a little mm -hmm. bit more, or you're just going to have to leave this part for the birds. It mm -hmm. gets too tough and too woody. Or pull the seeds out and plant next year. You can use the seeds also in the 1920s when coffee was rationed. Mm -hmm. People would make okra seed coffee no you can press oil out of the seeds and make okra oil and it's a very high smoke point oil um, kind of one of my mm -hmm. farming heroes my garden guru like mm -hmm. mentors if you will for okra a guy named chris jones he's written a whole book on okra so find that book check it out of the library and read all about uh, okra if you're super interested in mm -hmm. the plants so most people like to get okra when it's small like that. Mm -hmm. I like to get it because I just like to eat it. Just like this out of the field. Raw? Raw. It's, Raw okra? Are you kidding me? Would I lie to you? No. No. She actually wouldn't. I might lie to somebody else, but no. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> All right. So no, I wouldn't lie to anybody about loving okra. And I taste it out in the field every day. And that's how I've kind of determined with the different varieties that we grow when I've got to pick it by. That's when one it's of those, perfect. That's one of those little pickle okras. People love it when they're small and they'll come in and a lot of times they'll just cut cut the top off, whack it in half, and then that's a fast way to get to a lot of okra when you're frying okra, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you want it small and tender. Now, this is fun. Look at this guy, Debbie. Check this one out. This one is called Silver Queen Okra. Ooh. So we know about Silver Queen corn, but this is Silver Queen Okra. And it has a little bit sweeter variety. Mm -hmm. You got to get this one before it starts 
putting those ribs in it though, because mm -hmm. once it gets some ribs, it was meant to be, it was meant to be Eve, not Adam. It, oh. it need, needed the ribs, right? <laughs> so there you go. And then the other one that people come here far and wide to find, because we were one of the few people that actually grow it, is this. I was gonna ask about that. So this is that other species of okra that I was telling you mm -hmm. about. It's very popular in, in West Africa, and it's also extremely popular in Virginia, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Mm -hmm. It's called bull's horn okra. You can see why it's called yeah, bull's horn. Yeah, you sure can. Okay? And so um, I first learned about this plant from a guy that stopped in our store that lived down River Road. He said, I understand you like okra. My granny grew this okra. It gets big and bulky and you can still eat it when it gets real big. And I said, liar, liar, pants on fire. You don't know what you're talking about. But he about. wouldn't lie to you either. But he didn't lie to me either. And we <laughs> grew it and it is so delicious. This is still perfectly tender and usable. Even with ribs. With ribs. And, you know, I've, I've nicknamed it Miss Molly because that was his grandmama's name. Mm -hmm. So this is Miss Molly. And we grow the Miss Molly and people come to find this far and wide this time of year. It takes forever for that particular calyx to make a flower. When you look at the flower on the okra plant, it looks like... It's beautiful. Oh, it's it looks really like hibiscus. Mm -hmm. And so I stand there and I watch those plants and the leaves keep getting bigger and there's no flower. There's a the little calyx is just sitting there. And I'm like, could you flower? Could you please grow me some okra? But once it starts, Katie, bar the door, you're going to get this big, beautiful okra. And I mean, one of those will make you a pan of okra. I'm telling you, you it really would. You don't have to all these little things. You just use mm -hmm. one. And it be it's the gum in your gumbo. Yes. That's the thing that makes gumbo thicken. It really is good. Some people call it the slime factor of okra, and that's why they don't like mm -hmm. it. But the more you cut it, that is what creates that factor. By leaving it whole or just cutting the pod in half and you know putting that right in a hot skillet and doing a little pan fry mm -hmm. on it, that's how you avoid getting it slimier. Or just mm -hmm. eat it raw like I do. <laughs> My favorite fried okra, too, is to cornmeal and fry it. Mm. I don't do a batter. Do not do a batter. I just roll it in the, the, the cornmeal and the cornmeal kind of comes off and make comes little crispies all around it. Uh-huh, just like when you're doing chicken mm -hmm. and the little crispies come off in the pan and you're picking mm -hmm. those up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's some kind of good. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold lights outside. We do the work, you do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. Did you know that up to 80% of us will experience back or neck pain during our lifetime? Many of you are offered surgery or addictive pain pills to relieve your chronic pain. At the Dr. Gill's Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief, we have been leading the way to better health, naturally, and have helped tens of thousands of people right here in Middle Tennessee for the past 30 years. I came to Dr. Gill about 10 years ago after my local doctors recommended surgery. I knew about Dr. Gill and wanted to see if he could help me. 10 years later, I am pain-free, no surgery, and no pain pills. 
Surgery is scary, and over 40% of all back surgeries fail, creating a cycle of surgery and pills. There is a safer solution to your chronic pain. Make the call to the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief today and get your life back. This office visit is normally $299, but call today and receive your initial consultation, report of finding for just $49. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Call 615-768-8743. That's 615-768-8743. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. Coming up in September 9th and 10th, there's a fun scavenger hunt happening during Riverfest, and this is all put on by the Clarksville Civitan Club. It is a fun thing to do, and we're going to learn all about how either you as a business can get involved or if you happen to attend Riverfest, how you have the chance to win. $10,000. I bet I got your attention with that right there to tell us all about it. We have president of the Clarksville Civitan Club. We have Julie Torrance with us. Julie, thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Again, I want to say again, you have the chance to win $10,000, but it's not easy. First off, tell us about the scavenger hunt. Well, the scavenger hunt is a uh, project that our Clarksville Civitan has to actually fund our Austin P scholarships. But uh, the way businesses can participate is by sponsoring a sign. And the signs do have uh, uh, their name and logo and uh, a number. Mm-hmm. And uh, the signs stay up for the two days of Riverfest, September 9th and 10th. Uh-huh. And all the people attending Riverfest need to do to win the $10,000 is actually look at those signs, come to our booth and pick out a form and write down the name of three businesses with the corresponding numbers and turn that back in. If they pick the right pre-selected three businesses, they will win (laughs) $10,000. That's got to be hard to do. Has anyone ever won the $10,000? Have they ever picked the right three pre-selected? Not yet, but we're hopeful this is the year. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, it would be fantastic (laughs) because it costs nothing for them to play. Right. And for the businesses, it's a wonderful exposure Mm -hmm. because there's ordinarily 30,000 people that attend Riverfest. And so it's great exposure for the businesses. Plus, it is also uh, wonderful for the Austin Peay students to be able to get this scholarship. You know, and, and that literally just came to my mind that three phenomenal things, one, helping with scholarships for Austin Peace students, another one, again, that exposure for our businesses in the area, and then third, just, you know, who knows, you could win that $10,000 if luck is on your side, I guess, you know, for that. We also go ahead and give away uh, $250 drawings. So if the participants do not pick the right three businesses, they are eligible also to go ahead and win a $250 prize that we draw from those names too. Fantastic. And you draw one on the 9th and one on the 10th. Is that correct? Well, we draw two at the end of the, so all the ones that participate, then we uh, draw two names. Oh, fantastic. So be sure to be at Riverfest, the 9th and 10th, downtown Clarksville, and make your top three selection. And who knows, you could be that lucky winner to walk away with 10000 If not, you could be one of the $250 recipients out there. Julie, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us? 
Well, I just appreciate being here today and being able to tell about our, our club and our activities and, uh, again, be a part of Clarksville. Uh, thank you so much. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up after this. There's a lot to consider when it comes to choosing a Medicare plan. That's where Health Markets Insurance Agency can help. Independent licensed insurance agents who work with Health Markets can answer your questions about the different parts of Medicare, when you can enroll, benefits, costs, and more. Speak to a local licensed insurance agent today to get started on your Medicare journey. I have a dragon here. I saw it. Get out, out of here. here. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. Whoa! I told you so. That is a dragon. Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us here on Mornings on Main Street this morning. You know, we still have one more day of this work week. We look forward to seeing you back here on Friday, and I hope you're planning out something big this weekend. If you're in the Montgomery County area, of course, you have Riverfest 2023. But also, I hear if you're looking to get out and get on the water, that Burgess Falls is an absolutely stunning location to kayak or canoe. And again, we have so many other waterways too that are great just for some outdoor activities. So I hope you're planning on getting out and getting active and just getting some sunshine and fresh air. If not, that's okay too. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll see you back here tomorrow.